the topic is, believe me, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a don't wait for 2021. Change starts today, right? What's the exact topic today? Yeah, pretty much. You know, why wait to be great? Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. The plan is just to keep it raw and unfiltered. There we go. Raw and unfiltered. So (laughs) thumbs up, high five, hands in the air. How many people are excited for 2021? Sean, Sean, he didn't even care what I said. He's putting his thumbs up before. He, he's just like, thumbs up. I am all in. All right. I love it, guys. So Theodis, we are, uh, we're talking today and the topic is, believe me, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a don't wait for 2021. Change starts today, right? What's the exact topic today? Yeah, pretty much. You know, why wait to be great? Like, why wait to, for a projected date to start? having an amazing life. Like I've been really challenging the whole new year's resolution internally. And it's just broken that concept of like, I'm just going to immediately start doing all the stuff that I was, wasn't doing before, but when this day comes, I'm going to start doing it. Like that's just. I, I love it. I got distracted for just a minute. The other sorry, Larry had a cat driving his car for a second. I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> did, did anyone else catch that a minute ago? Larry had a cat driving his car. Anyway, all right. Well, let, let's let's do this, Theodis. So you're right because there's no magic about January first. It is a hard reset for most people. But I mean, I, I've said this before. I look at every day as a hard reset. I look mm. at every day as a chance to reinvent yourself, and I take that as a conscious decision every morning. So for, for Theodis, do you have like an, an agenda? picked out for the, for the topic or the way to start this discussion today? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, 2020, I mean, let's face it, you guys, it's, uh, there's a probably, I mean, if we could do a lot, do a, uh, if you guys had one word to describe 2020, like what's the first thing that comes, comes to mind? Can you type it in the box, type it in the box or come off mute if you want, but type it in the box or come off mute. I want to hear, I want to see your words. Cause I got my word. I'm not going to say it out loud. So I like Evelyn's. I'm going to wait till some people type, type theirs in before I bias you guys. I, do, I want to see what people type here. Evelyn, you can even come off mute and say that out loud. It's a good one. <laughs> Jacqueline's <laughs> waiting room. I <laughs> 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 you talking about a Zoom waiting room? No, she's talking about a waiting room in real life. Okay. So let's read some of these. John says change. Uh, Connie said transformation. Shelly said resilience. Sean said new beginnings. And Evelyn was the first person to type it in. She said growth. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Uh, my, my word was the same as John. My word was change. What's, mm-hmm. what's your word, Theodis? Um, all of it. You know, it, it feels like it's all been happening simultaneously for me. But, you know, I can't say that 2020 ended up being one of my best years ever. And um, it didn't mean that, you know, I didn't go on that, you know, emo- emotional roller coaster. I mean, there were times where, I just wanted to be angry. You know, there was some social injustice stuff going on and that irritated some of my, you know, uh, past traumas. And there were just a lot of reasons to throw in the towel. And I just remember um, I had a defining moment back in March. And that really was the tipping point on why my 2020 ended up being one of my best years ever 
rather than me waiting to say in 2021, after the pandemic is over, I'm going to then start doing the things to enhance and change my life forever. You know what I mean? So um, I have something to share. Can I share something on my screen? Uh, you should be able to. You should be the host here. Yep, you're good. Right. Let's check this out. Now, this is how my 2020. You see this guy right here? <clears throat> That's it. I, I borrowed a pair of tweezers from my teenager. I don't know where that. First of all, that was a mistake and I forgot to clean them. So as I was trying to, you know, get an ingrown hair out, mysteriously, two days later, this growth came out on my face. Turns out that I had staff in my face. So this is beginning of March during the shutdown. Uh, I had just tapped out all my reserves, building an investment property. Uh, at the time, they weren't sure if real estate was essential or not. So my pipeline dried up. Uh, what else? Uh, my Century Ride, my Ironmans, everything that I was training for was canceled. So in this moment, <clears throat> oh, and then the people who were looking at me, say if I'm at the grocery store, they go, hey, is that a symptom of Corona? I'm like, whoa. So people were like asking me if I have Corona, my face is swole. This is what the team, this is what I look like as a team leader leading our Zoom calls. So in that, during that time, I had a choice. I had a choice to uh, become a victim of the pandemic and, and the shutdown, or what I decided to do is use this moment, all the things that was just, you know, beating me down. And I told myself, you know what, Theodis, I'm gonna emerge from this pan pandemic a stronger, more compassionate, more driven, uh, higher level of clarity, than when this all started. So because of the fact that I did not wait to this New Year's to start this process, after this, this guy right here, this guy went on ahead to grow his business. This guy went ahead to fail at a first, first attempt as an Ironman and then come back strong and finish his second attempt as an Ironman um, sprinting. Um, this guy is dedicated to his family, to his team, this guy decided to make a decision back in March, not New Year's, to change his life and be and not become a victim of the pandemic. Can anyone relate to that? I got one thumbs up from Larry. Two from Shelly. That's it. Does anyone feel like they're emerging from this pandemic already? Do you guys feel like, yeah, cool. I mean, there's a vaccine out there now, which is awesome. <laughs> but vaccine or not, you're still going to be the same you in three days when it hits 2021. Mm -hmm. So what part are you on this journey? I love it, Theodos. So where'd you go from there? You know, and then it, when I went from there, it's like, all right, for 2021, I've already started to stack things that are going to challenge me. That's going to require me not to be average. That's going to require me to step outside my comfort zone. That's going to require me to hang around people. That's going to help me to vibrate at a level that's necessary to continue to grow. Ooh. All right. So let's break. Can we break down some of those? Absolutely. 
All right. So what, what are the things you're stacking? Because first of all, when you say stacking, that sounds like a concept in and of itself we should break down. So what, what do you mean by stacking and what are you stacking? Well, one of the things that I'm stacking is I'm, you know, some of my goals is, you know, I, I definitely, you know, took time to build a vision for 2021. Right now, I'm, I'm just focusing on four goals. One has to do with business growth, business organization and systems, um, growing my organization, and also strengthening my uh, marriage with my wife. People, a lot of times people make all these lofty goals, but one thing I learned is if home base is not solid, <laughs> if home base is not solid, I don't care how much money you make or what you do, what you accomplish, it's going to all crumble, crumble down. So I have four uh, goals that I'm, you know, focusing on that I'm hyper focused on in the beginning of the year. But I also have some goals um, to, when I say stack, continue the progress of facing my fears. Uh, one of the events that I have scheduled is the uh, Bridge to Bridge Swim. And for, for you guys that are familiar with the Bay Area, the Bridge to Bridge Swim goes from the Golden Gate to the Bay Bridge. Now, the Golden Gate is like right by the ocean. And I'm still afraid of water and sharks and all that, but right by the ocean, right? So that's where like that, you know, they talk about global warming. Maybe that Leviathan was probably melted out of the iceberg and like it could sneak into the bay or that saber tooth great white shark they've never found before. You know what I mean? Um, so knowing that I have to prepare for that, first of all, I'm never going to be ready but I can get ready physically. I can get ready by practicing swimming in open water. I can get ready by doing the things that's gonna keep me in the state necessary to go out there and swim with that great white saber tooth shark. I love it. Let's, let's go back before we go to, to get ready. Cause there was something I wanted to dive in on that you said for a minute that I, I listened to another podcast yesterday and it, it, it's interesting how themes start to pop out in your life, raise your hand. Do you guys ever find that, that like you hear the same message over and over again as if you were meant to hear that message, right? So I heard this podcast yesterday and Theodos just, you just hammered it home again. And I didn't know exactly where Theodos was taking this today, but he just said in his four goals, some version of growth, like I'm growing this or I'm, the one thing he didn't say was I'm going to maintain, right? Did you hear anything about like in there about maintain staying level, right? 2020, he said, was his best year ever. But yet there was nothing about, I'm going to maintain the relationship I have. He said, I want to strengthen the relationship. It's the same thing in personal relationships as in your business goals. And that word, how many of you are thinking maintain? I better maintain what I got. This 2020 was as good a, good a year as it has ever been. I, I, I got to just make sure I hold on to this. I want to maintain, right? Even in some part of your mind. Anytime you hear that, that should be the signal that you're like, no, no, get right. If you're trying to maintain, that's the, the, the secret to giving away everything if you're trying to maintain growth, everything he's listing, right? So what are you guys doing to grow? What, what are you, do you, your goals include growth? Even if 2020 was amazing. For some of you, 2020 was a rebuilding year, but now you can go into, I just wanted to point that out, to be honest. It's so interesting how this, I guarantee in the next week, you're going to hear this theme over and over and over on growth. Go ahead, Theodos. So, so what else do you do that we get ready as you're stacking? So we're stacking Bay to Bay, the Leviathan, the shark. <laughs> well, I mean, just, you know, just to keep it real simple and not turn it into rocket science going into 2021 is, you know, don't forget, the suck part is a part of it. Like we don't, at least for me, I don't get 
better when it's all good. You know, that's one thing that 2020 taught me. It's like, wow, in spite of all that, everything that was going on, uh, hypercharge election, all these distractions, in spite of that, Theodos, you found a way to stay down in to constantly, incrementally improve yourself and then ultimately bring light to the people that are in your circle. So the stacking part, Jesse, is just for me to continue to, uh, with that momentum of becoming a better version of myself and connecting with people like you, uh, connecting like people. We don't have to have similar goals, but as long as it's vibrating at a frequency, that's gonna keep me from, you know, flatlining or just, just being me- mediocre. Yeah. I mean, as you're, as you're climbing up that ladder to success, whatever that definition is for you guys, you're either going to find people that are going to try to pull you down and hold you down from the rungs below, or you hang around with people who are already above you are going to help pull you up. You ever notice that, right? There's, there's two groups of people in life. They're the people that are going to try to pull you back down or just want to help you up. I, I love these calls. That's why I'm grateful for seeing all you guys every morning is I feel like it gets to surround. I surround myself with you guys and it's everyone lifting each other up. It's really fun. I dig it. Right, then, so what's your next step, Theodis? I just wanted to show this, this graph real quick. Um, you know, since we are talking about change and we are talking about, you know, the New Year's resolutions and stuff. Uh, are you guys familiar with this? The emotional cycle of change? Let's see here. I'm not. See, it's stage one, uninformed optimism. Yeah, I'm going to lose that weight or I'm going to, you know, get that six pack or I'm going to take my business to the next level or whatever it is that we're, we're just fired up about initially, right? So that's the first stage, uninformed optimism, right? <laughs> Second stage, informed pe- pessimism, meaning that, okay, you want to work out, you know you got to work out, you get to the gym or whatever it is, and you, you, you start to realize that, wait a minute, there's more stuff to this that then I realize it was, and I'm not as excited about it anymore, right? Then it goes down to the valley of despair. This is where most people say, you know what? I'm out of here. You know, this is, I had this dream or I was all excited about this goal. I was all pumped up, but then I realized it wasn't quite what I thought it was, or I don't quite know how to embrace the suck yet. So now I'm feeling down on myself. I don't feel good about this change. Then guess what? Guess what we do? We go back to creating something and we get stuck in this loop right here. The uninformed optimism to the valley of despair. But if we stick through, we embrace the suck because it's going to come. I mean, I don't care who you are. We all have a, we experience this in, in different versions, but just know that once we get past here, if we can hang out, and, and fight through and, and, you know, and get gritty and, 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 and just put our head down, we will start to feel better about the decision we made to change. And then ultimately, stage five, success and fulfillment. So Unif- what, is, what is the secret on that picture from making it from the valley of despair to informed optimism? Is it real world action? Is it knowledge? Is it skills? Is it a combination of both? Does it depend on the activity? You know, there's a, there's a like, let me see. If I was in a lab, I would say, you know, definitely it's important to practice taking action. Just, you, I don't care what it is. Practice taking action when you don't feel like it. 
like it's real easy to do things when you're motivated, but try to get up and do something where you just feel like, oh, like you feel like the cracking from Clash of the Titans. And you just want to, you know, practice taking action when you don't feel like it, but also practice reaching out when you just don't have it. Like a lot of times I'm and I'm guilty of myself. I try to like figure it out myself and just like suffer quietly by myself when all I need to do is pick up the phone or send out a text and say, hey, I'm over here sinking. Can you get, I need some help. So I would definitely, you know, uh, ask for help, have a coach uh, and practice, you know, taking action when you don't feel like it. I love it. And there's a really good kids movie I'll give out for homework. Those of you who kids probably have already seen it. Maybe even some adults saw this because I, I probably would have been watching this movie without my kids. Has anyone seen the movie Inside Out? Have you watched that, The Otis? No. Oh, it's so I... good, dude. It's one of those Disney Pixar movies. How many, raise your hand again if you've seen it. I want to see how many people you guys have seen it. Oh, most of you guys. All right. You remember the scene where the characters, uh, the characters, literally every character is an emotion in the movie. And there's a character called Sadness trying to cheer up this character and no one's being able to do a good job. And finally someone, or no, the other character sad and sadness sits down and puts their arm around and just listens. And sometimes just sitting there with your feelings and being there with it, right? Reaching out to someone else is enough to help you process. It doesn't seem like in the moment it's going to do anything, but that's all you need is to reach out. Like the artist saying, connect with someone, sit with your emotion and move through it. That's it really, it's pretty. So that's your homework. If you haven't seen that movie, it's super fun. I, I highly recommend it. Right. And to, to add to that, you guys just remember I've said it before, uh, I've said it uh, many times before, we can't save our ass and our face at the same time. So if we're struggling, reach out. You're not alone. Don't let, your, don't let our egos get in the way of us becoming great because before we can become great, a lot of times we're gonna suck at something or whatever it is. So that's just a part of the equation. There's no like cheat code up, down, left, right, A, B, A, B to, you know, uh, bypass the, the, the suck that comes with change. So once we embrace it and then realize we're not alone, um, I'm here, Jesse's here. There's people in our, in our group that's definitely here to give you that symbolic hug. Cause you know, still COVID, you know, give you a hug and support to let you know, Hey, you're not by yourself. Uh, I love it. Ja Jacqueline came off mute for a second. Do you have something you want to jump in with Jacqueline? Disney Plus just came out with a new movie called Soul. Mm. I highly recommend watching Soul. Um, it's about this guy that has been searching and searching and searching his whole life for his like dream and everyone is like knocking him down and he dies. But I'm not gonna tell you the rest of the movie. It's, it is. It is super good. Watch it. It's so cute. I, I've watched it twice with my kids already. We we had a we had a long holiday weekend. It was a, it's it's really good. It's Jamie Fox is the main character. Good. And Tina Fey. It's so good. That's yeah, super good. Highly recommend it. Go ahead, Theodis. Oh, I just want to say, just recently, we took uh, my wife and I. We took our twenty uh, two year old and our seventeen year old to Guadalajara on the coast, which is somewhere way up on the coast, and. Um, we did a no cell phone, no tech day, no tablet, no nothing. And it was intense because once we got past, you know, playing scramble and stuff, you know, of course emotions came up because it wasn't, you know, uh, they weren't like muted because of the fact they were distracted. So I bring that up just to say that a part of, you know, doing the things that we need to do for ourselves and make, be, you know, doing our goals and, you know, having the clarity necessary to execute them 
it's it's important to integrate the you know the unplugged time into whatever we're trying to do right now because i feel super clear can can we take a detour through that for a second theodis okay you did how many days with no cell phone one one day okay Mm-hmm. have you incorporated a period of time each day now with no cell phone after doing that? You know, not, not that I know of. I mean, it's definitely cut down big time. Can, can yeah. I give you homework? Yes. Okay. Keep in mind, guys, this is coming from a guy who spent an entire year with no cell phone, 2013 to 2014. In case if you guys don't know my history or my story, I took a year off real estate, 2013, went and lived in Southeast Asia. I, basically didn't work for an entire year, came back with more money than I left with because I had systems and things running in place. That's a whole separate conversation, right? We can break that down sometime. But more importantly, I didn't carry a cell phone for an entire year. Like literally, I didn't carry my phone with me. I had a little like old school Nokia brick phone that I could do the T9 texting. Like, you know, you hit the character, the letter three times for the letter C and seven times, right? Like it's just my wife and I, it's like a walkie talkie to my wife. It's the only reason I carried it. Like I couldn't do anything with it. Okay. After that year, it really changed my relationship to technology. So here's what I learned, Theodis. And I'd say, try it out for a week and see how you feel. Mm. Personally, I pick two hours a day. doesn't matter how long it is, but I'd pick some period of time because even if you decrease, you are still so attached to this device with you that is in some ways like a needy child in the worst times, right? It's like vibrating and buzzing and beeping and demanding your attention. And in best of times, it's this amazing technology tool that helps you work better. However, it's still a tool that you never put down. It's always, almost always on you. So I take two hours a day and I put the phone in a drawer. Yeah. Jacqueline just said, if you need typed in the box, she said, watch the social dilemma. Yeah. If you, if you guys really want to get, get scared, watch that movie. If really, I mean, like I, I do two hours a day. Shelly says I do 25 minutes with no phone and five minutes on whatever works for you. There's not the, the amount of time is not I did two hours because that was about for me, how long it takes to feed my kids, do their bath time, hang out, be present for family time. And that was important to me. That's one of the things that I, I kept saying. I wanted to be there for family, but I, I never was really as present as I wanted to be. So I actually had to physically stick my phone in a drawer. The oddest, maybe you're better than me. Maybe you can look at your phone and not twitch. Maybe you can look at your phone and not, but like after a year off, it was amazing how quickly I went back to like seeing my phone and what, like if I look at my phone right now on my desk, I'll want to see if I have text messages. Watch some of you glance at your phone, try it out. I guarantee you look at your phone. You have a physiological response that is a conditioned response trigger that because there is, anyway, I won't dive into the psychology behind it. So what do you think, Theodis? You want to take it on for a week? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Anyone else want to take it on for a week, a certain period of time every day for like a week? Just try it out. This is like a holiday week for fun. 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, doesn't matter. Pick a time of day, mine's 68 p.m. at night because I've decided that none of my clients need a response from 6 to 8 p.m. They can wait. It's not going to be, the house ain't going to burn down. What do you think, Theodis? I think we'll be just fine and, and better for doing it. Yeah. So but commit, I, commit to a time. Go ahead, Theodis. I said, but I do have a question. I'm looking at everyone on the call and I'm just curious, does anyone on the call right now have a New Year's resolution that they're waiting to start? Oh, I love this group. Come on, not one person. Sean, so you, Sean raised his hand. Sean said, Sean's got one. Okay. Who's, well, who's that? Sean, he's got it. Come off mute. There's waving his hand. He's in the corner of my screen. You're on mute, Sean. There you go. I'm going to quit smoking cigarettes the second time. The first time I went without uh, smoking cigarettes for 20 years. 
And then I, I've been smoking again for the last year, and I'm getting ready to throw them down. That's my New Year's resolution. So are you going to start on when the ball drops, or you going to have your last pull when the ball drops, or when is, I'm just curious. That's, that, that's it. Uh, December 31st is my last day. Okay. And I'm going to reach out to you, Sean, because – I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I need, I need some accountability. Yeah. So, so Sean, we actually will die. It's funny you bring this up, Theodis, because I'm going to dive into this on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So my, my topic on Wednesday. So tomorrow we're going to have a guy named Jake Dixon here. Who's with a, a group called the locker room, which is a pretty amazing coaching training group for real estate agents. Tomorrow he's going over five contacts per day can lead to an additional 25 deals per year. It's a really simple strategic blueprint. I thought in this week of like a lot of like deep mental stuff, we'll do some strategic things as well. And then on Wednesday, I'm doing something called change your relationship to fear. And it'll be an interesting deep dive, but part of it ties into what Sean just said and a little bit around habits, a little bit around, I've been reading a lot of books. I'm going to kind of put them all together into a, uh, into something good for, uh, for Wednesday. I love it. All right, Theodis, how, how was you got a couple minutes left. You got four minutes. How do you want to wrap this up? Pull it together. You know, I just want to say to everyone here, first of all, thank you for showing up. Um, and then second, I mean, I won't think, I don't, I won't say we survived 2020. We're, we're, we're actually emerging as leaders of 2020. So like Jesse said, we don't want to maintain it. We want to up the ante. We want to, you know, raise the bottom. We want to bust through the ceiling. Um, I mean, if we're still here after this, this crazy year, that just means we have the capacity to do a whole lot more than we've ever dreamed. So I'm on board. I need your energy. So you, so, you know, let's join the, join the movement with just taking this to the next level. I, I love it. So, so this is a good time. I'm going to start talking about, we're going to start promoting it for the first two weeks of January, but uh, how many of you guys have heard of 75 hard? Raise your hand if you've heard that 75 hard challenge. 75. Right. Anyone ever everyone done 75 hard? Raise your hand if you've done 75 hard. Some of you, to be honest, you haven't heard of 75 hard? Yeah. I'm surprised. It's like this movement. You, you of all people seem like the perfect fan. I'm not saying you guys need to go do 75 hard. That's not what I'm promoting, right? 75 hard is about every day you exercise twice a day. You uh, read a book, drink water. Forget, oh, forget all the things that's involved. No alcohol, no caffeine, something like that. It's, it's more of a mental exercise than even a physical thing. And uh, so I came up with something that I, I didn't, didn't want to do 75 hard. So, so we're going to be doing something called a 25 easy. I thought 25 easy sounds like a better marketing play than 75. Like 75 hard is like, I don't know, but 25 easy. So 25 easy is going to be in January. We're going to start mid-January. We're going to have people getting on Agent Power Huddle for 25 days in a row, right? Every day be on here. Some of you guys are already on here every day. Raise your hand if you're already here every day. Yeah, well, Dude, most of you. I believe a lot of you guys, this is a jump start for you. And just get, when Kuthiata said to be surrounded by the people that you want to be surrounded by, to kind of level up your game, whatever it is. Okay, so 25 easy, we're going to reward people for getting on here 25 days in a row, right? We're going to come up with some sort of prize, a swag bag, something that we'll send out to you guys. I will tell you more of how it's going to work, but like some of you are already here. We just want to create this habit and this momentum for the beginning of the year. And if you're not here every day, that's okay. We'll come up with other cool stuff you can do. Those of you here every day, you like that idea, Theodis? Absolutely. Yep. Good one. I 25 it. easy. Find me up coach. All right, cool. I'm in. All right. So guys, if you got questions for the audience, if you, who, how many people like this today? How many people think this is spot on for a holiday week? I love it. The audience, these, this is our crew, man. I am grateful that they are here. What, what, what about you? Yes. I mean, with all the craziness going on, I don't know anyone on this, on this call, but just, just know that I look forward to it. And the fact that I'm nervous to get on, that means you guys are good. It's like, 
<laughs> like, oh man, I, I'm I have to talk in front of these. That just means that I respect you at a very high level, and but I also look to you to give me uh, strength and and um, willingness to just want to be better. So thank you. Yeah, I love it. All right, guys, everybody, enjoy your Monday. This holiday week is a special week. Enjoy your week, guys. We'll see you tomorrow morning with Jake Dixon. I'll be back here Wednesday. Enjoy your week, guys. Bye, everybody. Have a good day. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info.